What is your mission? Do you have a clear vision of where you want to be? And do you have the discipline for your passion? Well, this podcast is one that will have you thinking about all three. So tune in. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Tune in right now, Super Soul, sit down. Yes, it's the top of the week, and we're so happy to be here with you guys. Miss Jamie Alexandra looking so coordinated and beautiful, down to the eyeshadow. It's like she (laughs) planned it. What? I love it. I was going to say the same about you with the delicate palette of pink. I love it. We both have the, oh, you can't see my pants, we both had a pink vibe today. Yeah. Love it, love it. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Super Soul, sit down, which is the after show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations, which I'm I'm sure you guys are all familiar with who Oprah is. And she had a very vulnerable and poignant conversation with Lady Gaga for the 2020 vision tour that Oprah has going on. But before we jump into all the good stuff, to my left, I have this. You can find her on Pop Fusion TV. She'd be on Red Carpets, other podcasts, radio. Please give it up for Haley J. Wow, with that introduction. Yes. Hello, everyone. Excited <laughs> to be here because this is us fully diving into Oprah's 2020 vision tour, and we start really heavy, but some really important things to talk about. Yes, and I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and we are going to be talking about all of that right now. So, oh, yes, yes, <laughs> please, no pictures. Um, <laughs> okay, yes, the 2020 vision tour, this was absolutely amazing. Um, what, it, what did you think about this podcast overall, before we kind of get into the nitty gritty? What did you... What did you feel about this podcast? My first thought was, wow, I really appreciate what Lady Gaga is doing because it's not easy to completely put your truth out there, admitting your faults, admitting what you're still dealing with, and just showing everyone that you can have the money, you can have the fame, and everything that on the outside looks like the picture-perfect life, but so very clearly still struggling in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, putting on a picture of what you want the world to see, but that's not you. And the way we heal is by talking about it. So I really think she's helping so many people just by like what we've said before, having a conversation and opening up those doors. Yeah, I have to agree 100%. Um, I definitely loved that this podcast was able to bring, like, you can have the money, fame, da-da-da-da, but that does not mean you're not going through things. And I know what I pulled from it is it really had me on fire about mental health. I am also somebody who has kind of a purpose, which is in alignment, that I feel anything that I, I just love mental health. I don't share too many steps about how I am able to accomplish things when people ask without sharing the mindset portion of things first. So I really found that to be very powerful. Um, So let's kind of dive into some nuances. And really, really quick before we do that, make sure you guys stay tuned because we have some really good news and gossip. And of course, our special segment, Own Your Soul. So stick around to the end. Um, But there was something that stood out in the very beginning of the podcast where I think it was Oprah who said, people are seeking higher ground for themselves. And that just, again, sparked my interest because that's what it's all about. If we're not evolving and growing in this lifetime, what are we doing? And Lady Gaga is constantly working on herself. What do you think about some of her habits and practices that she has to stay mentally sane? I think they're all extremely important. And I think just her saying that it's not like you just do this and you get past it and suddenly you're healed. She acknowledges that, look, every single day is different. And I know that I need to do these things for me to stay on the path I want to be on. And that alone is a reminder that you can be gone for months and feeling great. And then you have a bad day. And it doesn't mean that all that progress is lost. It just means you're still human. 
we have our faults. We're going to fall back sometimes, but that doesn't mean that that work is not still there. So it is a daily practice. And I think what looks like your practice might not be my practice, but these are all takeaways that we can try and incorporate in our lives and figure out what works for us and what makes us feel like we are in the mindset that we want to be in to face each day because life gets hard. Life gets really tough. So just having those moments for ourselves, it can be pretty amazing what kind of impact that can set for the rest of your day. Yeah, it's very true. She even said it like you can take three steps forward, but you know, sometimes three steps forward means one that. step back. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just true. making sure you find that balance of, mm-hmm. okay, not 10 steps back, but just to me, I, what she said about just saying, okay, you didn't have the best day, but to throw yourself in the moment and just embracing the fact that, all right, you know what, this is the truth. This is why I'm here. This is how I'm feeling. And also that facts versus reality thing, which is on Ooh. my vision board, by the way. Mm. But I think it's on mine too. It's so facts versus reality. So I'm going to take a picture and send it to you because I yeah, think no, I'll send you mine back. Board. It's just so like I've actually been putting that into practice, and it's helped me a lot when I yes. find myself racing with those. You know, they say those the ants, the automatic automatic negative thoughts, and it's so true how quickly we let ourselves go to those dark places. But I really and I don't always have a pen on me and not always writing it down, but just to think. What do I believe, but what is actually true? And that's really helped me a lot. Yeah, actually, that is my phrase for this year, 2020. I usually do like, oh, word of the year. But for me this year, it's remain anchored in what's real. Remain anchored in what's true. For that reason, it's very easy to get caught up in the whirlwind of everything going on around us. But if I can just stay with what's real and true and always bring myself back to that, I feel like that at least makes us feel like our feet are on the ground a little bit. Because as humans, <laughs> I feel like we don't, it's it's cool to toss things up in the air and have these moments where we don't know what's going to happen. But for the most part, most of us feel a little bit more comfortable yeah. knowing something about what's going on. So I think truth and, um, well, you know, and is, even being anchored allows you to be more spontaneous because, you know, at the end of the day, whatever choice you make in that moment is still going to be true to you and feels right. So I think just even trusting yourself, knowing yourself allows you to be more free in the same sense. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And so I love how Lady Gaga was able to share how she, who gets bullied for wanting to be a star? Like what are, who are these kids who are like bullying her for wanting to be a singer? That's insane. And I love when she spoke about the idea of, Stephanie was protected by Lady Gaga. Gaga was this shield that she made for herself. And she talks about how it wasn't easy, you know? She she had to get people to pay attention to her by doing these outrageous things like wearing a meat dress to each their own. I don't know if I'd take that approach. I know, but... right? It's like I smell it when you say that. I'm like, oh, I don't God. know. I don't like germs. <laughs> oh, that one's a little, a little much for me. But she did do all these drastic things. And she says now, and you can see in the interview, like she is different, but I really think she's evolved. It's not Correct. like suddenly we've lost Lady Gaga. You can really see the transformation she's made. And I think in a, such a beautiful way and Agreed. to show up on stage like this is she's helping so many people. So I really, really commend her for doing that. But she's saying now she's not really looking for the shock value. That was mm-hmm. what got people to pay attention. And to a sense, you do have to play the game a little bit sometimes. Hey, where you got to get people to pay attention. Once you have their attention, then you get to speak your real truth and that's what it took for her to... I mean, she still has pink hair. She's still doing her thing. But yeah. you can see that the shift has changed for her. Do you think... It just came to mind, but 
would you move like that? I mean, we're in entertainment and there's things that we want to do. Do you feel like there's anything that would add a little bit more shock value that would be different for Haley to do that might make you stand out in a certain way? Are you willing to be that bold or what do you think? I think as long as it felt like it was still me because mm-hmm. I, I like to have fun with color and fashion and wigs. So as long as I felt like I'm not completely because that was the thing. Lady Gaga was always in Stephanie. So even though she was showing that alter ego, uh-huh. that was still her. So I would do things that were maybe considered bold, but as long as they felt like, okay, this is still Haley. Maybe yeah. not <laughs> Haley every single day, but this is a part of me that I feel like this is fun and I want to do this not because I'm being told to dress a certain way, if that makes yeah. sense. I like that. It made me think, I'm like, okay, because I can see, I don't know if you guys watch Queen of the South, but she kind of has that thing going on too where she, the character is in what she's got going on, but then her future self always comes back to like whisper in her ear and remind her something. And when I see that, I kind of think the same thing for myself. I see like this slicked up high bond, this bomb makeup, this nice white. I just feel like boss and like clean and sleek and sharp. And, you know, so when she talks about having a vision for herself and being yourself, but creating that vision, and then one day it meshes together and you are one in the same to where you wanted to be, but still who you are. I was like, dang, that is really cool to see that part of her unfold in a way where it makes sense like that. Because yeah, I think about and, it all the time. And having so much more compassion for the struggles along the way, because even though they were so hard and she speaks on this, she talks about pain and yeah, she I had those moments. Oh gosh. She like mental breakdowns where Ooh. she's in the hospital, absolutely fearful of her life. And at the time, I'm sure mm. she's wondering, why me? Why do I have to go through this? But then she even says now, and it makes perfect sense. It's like if someone is saying, hey, buy this, and I've never used the product, you're like, why would I? So it, in the same sense, her saying, I've felt this type of pain, so I know that it, you're pos- it's capable for anyone to get out of that type of pain as well. You believe her because she actually has gone through it. It Correct. gives her a lot more credibility. Absolutely. And I love her healing mechanisms because I'm telling you, I'm so big on mental health and I hate to see people lose it because like she was talking about, yeah, there's all these drugs that you can hop on that help alleviate things and but then you need one drug after the next. Then you get addicted to that. Like, how is that really serving the situation. So the fact that she's able to mentally walk herself through things and even on the bad days, be able to say, you know what, God, thank you for this pain. It's oh, showing me something. It's teaching me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying that more often too. So like, look at us just growing. If we believe what we say that any setback quote failure, whatever you want to call it is protecting you from something that is not right for you and giving room for something that is right for you, then really there's no sense in worrying because and it doesn't you know, make like it any we're, better we're just doubting what we claim to believe yeah because you know i really like how the power of the tongue comes into play so much like if i put oh, yeah. myself in her shoes and i was in that kind of pain i could easily see how easy and comfortable it would be to be grouchy and just angry and sad and victimize myself like I mean, why crying for Ooh. 5 years in such chronic pain I cannot even sometimes just going to work when you have a bad day is the worst thing <laughs> it's ever. The worst. Talk about being on a stage of thousands, millions of mm. views on videos, judging your every move, looking at you when you were feeling so low mm. and somehow being able to present yourself in a way that no one knew this was happening for five years. Like that to me is like a superhero. That's correct. That's insane. And it's also really sad that she did have to hide mm. because you know, she was figuring it all out. And I'm I'm happy for her that she has this team. And it really seems authentic in the way that she's speaking now. She really does seem to have 
found that peace within herself through all this. And I also, we were talking about medicine. I like how truthful she was where she, because I think a lot of people sometimes can either be either for it or completely against it. And I agree with her where Mm -hmm. she's somewhat in the middle where she definitely acknowledges that sometimes people, a lot of times actually, people are prescribed things that are not right for them. Mm -hmm. It's just a quick diagnosis and it's not fair because that could really cause someone so much more harm than they need. Yeah. And... I think it's just acknowledging that you get the proper treatment and that it doesn't mean modern medicine sometimes is not the way she acknowledges it works very well for her. So it's just making sure you are properly treated. But that can be really hard, too. Not everyone has access to the best doctors out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad that she's dedicating herself and her time to educate. Um, She's spending a lot of times. I think she's absolutely right that there needs to be a mental health professional in every school. I mean, school to me just boggles my mind the way we do things. We don't even talk about how to build credit and I saving and agree. you know APR percentage. Like we don't know anything. In I school, felt so, so stupid in school. Yeah, it's like I what? I always was really embarrassed to talk about test scores and things like that because I didn't score what my friends did. And I know I'm not stupid. I know I'm an exactly. intelligent person, but I did not feel that way in school a lot. Yeah, because you're, I don't feel like we were learning things that were actually relevant to, you know, being able to survive Actual in the real world. Actual life skills, yeah. <laughs> and we're learning how to write checks in first grade. Like, cool. Let's Yeah, like, <laughs> let's do that. Let's revise this. <laughs> yeah, so having a mental health professional in every school is big. And, you know, all the stuff she's doing with her programs. I love so much how this is a pain for purpose story. Our pain is for purpose. And I'm with her on that. I try to look at things or even like the bad day you feel like you had today or this or that. Because of the things we've been through, we can speak into the hearts of someone else and help them overcome because we've been there. And then we've gotten to the other side and found solutions. So she has so many solutions. And I love that. Speaking of solutions, what do you think about her idea, which I love that she put this out there so boldly about having a bunch of different doctors in different areas in a room together. And she she made this statement that she wants to fix mental illness and the crisis altogether. How do you feel about that? And do you see it happening? God bless her because it needs to be done. We need to attack this issue rigorously because it is not a game. When We, we live here in L.A. and... Uh, Driving down the street, like I live near downtown LA, and as I just watch, I'm not looking at these people like they're homeless or this. That. These people are sick. Mm-hmm. And how did they get there? And not only, you don't have to be homeless, shoot. I've had to overcome stuff of my own where it's like, I know this is all in my head. What tools and language do I use to overcome? So I think that her putting forth the effort, um, using her funds, her name, and likeness, and resources to assist. For something that is so powerful, I'm all for it. It makes me want to be a part of it and see how I can also contribute what I have or know to to help as well. So I'm very motivated by what she's doing. I I love it. And I really, truly hope that it happens as well. And I I believe her when she says she's going to do everything in her power. And it might Mm. not happen overnight, but... I also see her being able to very easily recruit celebrity support. And yes. This is the way the world works. Well, look at Oprah. So, like. Yeah. <laughs> celebrities and um, Prince Harry jumping on mm. on tour. And I, I don't know if it's, it's tour, Apple TV that he's yeah, the working Apple with TV her. Thing. I think uh-huh. all of these big names involved. I mean, people at the end of the day, I think, want to follow what they think is cool. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga is cool. So whether or not that's the way she wants people to pay attention, it's working in some sense. And she she just talks about so many good points about even she's tweeted about being 
like in jail by fame. Did you see that where she mm, she's yeah. come out by saying that she feels so trapped by pain or by the fame? But then what I also thought was really interesting in the podcast is that in the same breath she admits that that's also what keeps her motivated when they ask yeah. what keeps you going. She says for all of you. Yeah. So in that double-edged sword of this is trapping me, but it's also what allowed her to be this free. I thought that was an interesting. Yeah. And I mean, it's powerful because like you said, you like the way you, we can tell that she's evolved and not only has she evolved, but so has her mission. So her initial mission to sing and be seen and have this character and all that cool. But now it's changed into something where she can actually use that for the greater good. And it made me think of the same thing. Like now that I'm, you know, at least a decade into some solid adulthood or a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. out of being a teenager, it's like, well, my mission is evolving as well. And it makes me think like, gosh, I would really love to be blessed with um, whatever it is I'm supposed to have. But her resources are putting her in direct alignment to be able to do something with her new mission. Everything and I believe she deserves everything led up to this. She deserves the fame, the money, the this, because now she's using, using that platform to help people. And without it, don't get me wrong, you can be strong and powerful, but Lord knows you need that dollar to like yeah, exactly. invest you and reach out you know what I mean? and get people to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with that. And I, I questioned this too when she talks about a lot of the physical pain that she was feeling. She didn't realize, mm-hmm. and I've learned that so much with how your body reacts to the mind and stress and mm-hmm. how crucial it is to be in alignment with each other. Mm-hmm. And She said that she felt so much pain physically in her body because of mental stress that she didn't even realize was causing it. Mm -hmm. So then I got to thinking, do you think the majority of not just I was actually talking to Stephen about this, about, you know, he's like, you can stub your toe and that has nothing to do with a mental illness, which I do believe. But in the terms of physical disorders, like, you know, maybe chronic disease or something that's just really mentally like. I don't know if I'd say bipolar, that could be more medical, but do you think more than not are these diseases created from some mental trauma that we may not even know exists? Yeah, I believe that 100%. Um, I do a lot of reading and I love things when they talk about, you know, spirituality and the metaphysical world, you know, all of these things. And I, they say disease is dis-ease. So if your mind is not at ease, I was reading something mm-hmm. today because I have pain in my hips. And unfortunately, like the whole article wasn't, downloading and I was really trying to look like what am I holding on to or what am I thinking about that I'm holding just right here in this because I feel it's I don't have anything there's nothing wrong with me but I'm holding pain mm-hmm. from something in my body and I know that's what I'm doing and I can feel it um I'm google that too yeah and always my shoulders or the stiffness. see shoulders they they had a whole chart so definitely check it out I'll forward you I found it on Twitter but I, I think I mentioned on this show before Chloe Kardashian had made a good point about her father dying of throat cancer yes we know you can get cancer all kinds of ways but she thinks it's because of the stuff he could not say he was on the oj trial there was he was you know so it's like did something correct and when she said it i was like yeah i i have no it sounds right to me so Mm -hmm. sometimes dis-ease disease is absolutely created in the mind i believe just learning how to trust your instinct i think the ways we get to know ourselves are going through, unfortunately, the rock 
bottom parts of ourselves. That's how you fully figure out who you are. And once you get to that place, and I, I do think it's always evolving. I don't know if I could confidently say I will always know every single part of myself, but I know I'm learning a lot. Right. And I think when you know yourself, you can trust your intuition more. You don't have to second guess. You don't have to question so much. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, sometimes we just overthink. Like, I kind of feel like, too, maybe the discomfort she has is has been created through, like she said, the unprocessed PTSD. So it's going to sit somewhere in your body if you don't let it out. So just to have to go through something like that, I definitely think, yeah, our body holds pain in different ways and it manifests. Um, we, we try to protect ourselves. So sometimes a friend and I were just talking about how there's parts of our lives that we forgot so much, but that's because there was so much trauma involved. We so it's, chose to for, choose to forget. Yeah, it's a form of PTSD. Like my brain, I was going through so much trauma that my brain just, I, there are certain chunks of my life, I can't remember a thing. And it wasn't even that long ago. So it's just insane how our body fires off and does all these things. I, again, I feel out of protection. It's almost like survival mode where Correct. you just think, I have to keep going. I can't sit and dwell on this, which I do yeah. sometimes think can be a positive thing. But then you are dealt with, perhaps I have emotions I need to deal with now and they don't necessarily disappear. But I do that too for painful experiences in my life. I've actually said out loud and I'm just now connecting the dots, but I've said out loud, I, I don't really remember much about it. And I actually did the opposite where I, I am, um, just to be honest with my mom and Alzheimer's, I unfortunately forget how she used to be. So oh, I wow. think I'm blocking out in my weird form of, I guess, per protection was just saying accept what is now and it's not like I forgot everything but a lot of characteristics she had before she was sick I don't really remember and I don't know if I subconsciously did that or not I mean it sounds like protection because it's like you know if you think about her then and then look at her now and it's not matching up and it feels uneasy and uncomfortable it does almost take you to a space of like Oh my God, poor her. I'm sad. Yeah. Why is she going? It's girl. It, that's that's heavy. It's your mother, you know. Mm-hmm. So perhaps you know you're blocking it out now. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I know these are really heavy and sad things, but a part of me gets excited talking about these things because it just makes me really believe that I'm not crazy for thinking that there's yeah. so much more into the human and the soul and. And that there is a connection there. And it's not saying that, you know, you have to believe you can fly and float on carpets. It doesn't have to be that intense. (laughs) But just listening to the voice in your mind and in your body. And it tells you things. It shows you the direction to go. But I think it's just clearing out all the noise so we can hear that voice that we should be listening to. Because there's just so many voices. Yeah, Not just in our own minds, but from every outside influence you can think of. And that's also being responsible to choose what information we take in at the same time. Yeah, I think it's very important. That's why, I mean, I'm with you. I like having these conversations because it makes it feel all worth it. And to have these moments where we can identify with other people and get on the same wavelength, like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, this does happen to people and I'm not alone in this. I think this is why it's so important for us not only to have a show like this, but to share because there's at least one person out here who's like, oh my God, me too. I even said to my roommate when I, you know, did not have the best day, I said, thank God this show is like therapy for me because I know I'll feel better after. And it's just the simplicity of 
acknowledging that sometimes life is not great and it's okay. And that whole idea of accepting your imperfections. And I love what Gaga says about you need to take a test and be honest with your score where she says, don't try and get a good score because it's funny how we can even lie to ourselves where it's like no one else could see this, but I can't. It's just accepting yourself that there could be something and we all have things to work on. There's not one person in the world that has it all together. Correct. Never one person. So it's just getting to the point where and it, it doesn't have to be in a victim way, like, oh, I'm struggling with this and that. You can just be like, okay, this is what I want to work on. This is what I will work on because I believe in myself enough to overcome this. Yeah. So it's just and even accepting how, that. Yeah. And even how she was checking in with her moments, like, instead of being upset and spiraling down into the ball, it's like, okay, I'm upset. All right, Jamie, why are you upset? Because my back hurts. Okay, well... You know, what do you need to do to soothe that? So do you need a bath? Do you need, you know, what action do I need to do that's going to give me a solution instead of just, I'm upset. <laughs> like, okay, have your moment. But then, you know, why? And, you know, why am I upset? What do I need to do? Blah, blah, blah. So I think that kind of self-therapy is something that we should all do in moments so that, you know, things don't pile up at the end. And now we really need psychotherapy because yeah. we piled up all these issues when it was like, could have been simple and a little bit more unwound all along the way. And I I like to, I do forget this sometimes too, how important a pause can be and just Power giving yourself, pause. even if it's like 30 seconds, just give yourself a second before you, if there's something heavy that affects you or you just instantly want to write back so quickly and like, wait, think. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of times I react differently. It's like the whole respond, don't react thing. And I just think there's so much power to that. And I, that goes into your self-talk where maybe you would want to lash out when your back hurts, but instead be like, okay, why like actually asking yourself why do I feel this way Mm -hmm. and tapping into so many other possibilities and a lot of times the truth when you take a second it makes perfect sense right when we slow down you notice more things when you look outside your window and you're not speeding by you see things you didn't see before it's the same concept for getting to know ourselves yeah no I have to agree um yeah just her commitment to mental health healing is is everything and then there was something else powerful she said um, was about prayer. I love that she's like, tell me what to do. Tell me what to say. Take me down the path. And Oprah chimed in, like, asking you shall be given. And it's like, yeah, look, those prayers of just one small aligned action step at a time led her to this 2020 vision stage sitting next to Oprah Winfrey, where Oprah's like gaga over gaga. Right. That's yeah. insane. I love that Oprah does that too, because, mm-hmm. and I think that's another reason I respect Oprah so much, just seeing her like reaching out, grabbing her hand. She's just so such a loving, love. like I, I would be nervous, yeah, to meet <laughs> Oprah, but there's just something so warm about her that I think within a minute of talking to her, I'd feel like she was a friend and she is so open and we, it's easy to put someone like her on a pedestal, but she's so real and she wants guests that are going to share their realness too and it's affecting so many people and it's it's pretty amazing to think we have all this medicine technology fancy clothes but the real healing power above anything is love and that's something that I don't think will ever change I don't think so either I mean in my opinion you know God is love and if you maybe don't feel like you believe directly in God look at nature look at the stars in the universe look at the fact that the sun it's coming up every day. Like, this is happening. You know, there's these things that are just set in place. And I think love is the same way where it's the answer. I just think love is the answer. So I definitely have to agree. And you can see it everywhere. In all the good things, you see love. 
I so. think companies should require their coworkers to take like a one week retreat to an island. Oh or just yeah, require people to escape the four walls that they're always in because it's Girl. You, it's it's insane where you are. Like I'm so happy to be able to go to work and I'm happy to be able to have a home, but that you can also feel trapped by it sometimes. Oh, you just need funny. to yes look up and see how small you are and really be humbled by that experience and just everything that you thought was such a big deal suddenly just isn't anymore. Yeah, it's very true. I think that would be a good thing. Um, the la- One of the things too that stood out, and this is something, and I think you and I have talked about this before, but she's so into like kindness and serving. And I do, I want to open my heart up more and give and serve. I think there was a period of time in my life where I was all about that but then I would overdo it and then have nothing left for me (laughs) so that's a good point to speak on you have to find that balance and be realistic yeah you can also give in ways that don't require spending money yeah or or, but even energy time a conversation a smile you know sometimes you ain't got it but that also you know I pulled back a lot to kind of take care of me and now that I'm in a different space I would like to open back up to like okay How can, what do I have to give? How can I share? How can I serve? How can I allow kindness to take over me so I can just give more? Like, that just kind of seems like what's happening for this year. Loving on yourself enough to where you have enough to give to others. I love that. And I like the fact that you said you did have to pull back a little bit because you Mm -hmm. didn't feel like you felt depleted. So it's like, what do you have to give to other people when you're not full yourself? But I think if anyone out there is feeling this way, which I'm sure a lot of people are, if you feel like you want to be a good person so badly, but you just, I just had a long day. I don't have the energy for this right now. It's okay to say, hey, I love you. I want to be there for you, but I'm just really not feeling well right now. I just need to take some time for myself. Can we talk later? Yeah, it's it's better to say that. Yeah, because you got to imagine the resentment that's attached to it. If you feel like you have to go Mm -hmm. help, that's counterproductive. (laughs) Then you feel like you're not even present and then you're mad and then you get more confused what you needed. Just sometimes it takes five minutes of just thinking and quieting the mind and I, I struggle with that all the time, feeling like my mind's in one place and the other, and I just think, okay, look, let's do one thing at a time. It's okay. You're feeling a little worked up right now, but this does not have to define the rest of your day, and you can, I can be the person to make the change right now. Yeah, that's so powerful. You better own your emotions yes. and your own mental chatter, Haley. <laughs> I did want to talk about um, Gaga's Born This Way Foundation, and I love oh, the concept yes. of... She says she wants to create a kinder and braver world to research mental health, aid around the country, and overall just practice kindness. How far does it go just being kind to someone? It seems like, I say this all the time, the best lessons we learned were the ones in first grade. Treat your others how you want to, aside (laughs) for like writing checks. Yeah. (laughs) But treat others how you want to be treated. And that is the most simple thing of all. Like if I don't want someone to act this way towards me, then probably shouldn't do that to someone else. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't put it out there. It's You're so not going to get it back. Yeah. Right. Karma and to do things same. because of good intention, not to do things because you're like, oh, this this will happen for me, but because you want to do good things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I challenge myself where even if at work, if it could be as small as, you know, I should offer people water. And sometimes I just really don't feel like going back <laughs> to the room, but I'm like, Trust when me. I feel myself pulling away, I say, ask them, do yeah. it. Do and then I nice. always feel better when I'm like, I know I should have asked them because... I'd want someone to ask me. Correct. So I'd make myself do it whenever I feel that resentment at all. I, I push through because I know yeah. the higher power is telling me I should. 
that's good. I might have to take that one and put it in the pocket because I work <laughs> in the service industry too. And sometimes I'm not in the mood either. Oh, I'm like, one, it's hard. Damn, can somebody go get me water? Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so, but I can shift my mindset and be open to that as well. And this that's is what also growth is about. very real and human to yeah. feel so depleted sometimes, and yes. that's okay. <laughs> and it's gonna happen. So, but navigating through it that way is so amazing. And I love this chat. I love everything we got from it. And I wanted to dive into sharing what you posted on. Instagram. So Haley puts up a post uh, uh, for a poll on her Instagram stories every Sunday so that we could get the results on today, like Monday. And let's dive in to see what the people say. You know, I will say I expected this to be a landslide and it wasn't. So I asked, do you think all schools should have mental health courses? Hmm. I 1000% believe they should. Correct. But we had 87 says yes, so majority, but 13% still said no. Interesting. And me personally, I just think you don't need to see a therapist if you don't feel well. You don't need to go to the doctor if you don't feel well. Sometimes you go to the doctor just for a health checkup. I think mental health, just teaching how to properly communicate, teaching people it's okay to be sad, teaching people how to cope with what they're feeling. So maybe they reach for a friend's hand before they reach for a gun. Correct. It's amazing. So I don't think it's I, – I think a lot of – and not to – you know, everyone has entitled their opinion. The people that said no, I'm sure – you have your reasons and I would respect that. But I just think that so much good could come from instilling this into children early on because that's where it starts, right? Yep. And if you change the way people think, change the world. Yeah, I agree. I love the poll and I would be interested to hear. So if anybody who said no is watching, comment below and share with us why you think maybe mental health courses is not a great idea uh, to put into schools. Or those of you watching, if you want to comment and think it's not a good idea, I'd be really curious to hear. Because like we said, so much is... Everything is tied to how you think. Everything. Relationships, I'll do that on my part as well, reaching yeah. out to get more, a deeper explanation. Yeah, I'm just curious and a little nosy. But yeah. <laughs> I think a part of it, if I could put words in their mouth, I would think my, people might say no because they associate it's you know, a bad thing to talk about your feelings or Hmm. to talk about, to put some kind of stigma around it, you know, that there's still, yeah, you don't want to have to go to therapy like my therapist. Like, you know, we can talk about these things. Right. You're not crazy because you want to talk about your feelings. It's okay. And you know what I was thinking too? I'm not a parent, but I would maybe, you know, it would make me think what would certain conversations with my children expose? And if things weren't all well at the house or something, you know, or Mm -hmm. anything like it would be tough to maybe have parents like certain things about their kids exposed. Like when you start talking about somebody's child, you don't know what you're going to get. So I can understand like the risk in because already now we have people be like my let me do my friend's daughter, for example. They're telling her that she's behind in this and that and her reading and this and that. And I think they are there to assess. But at the same time, you know, we're pretty smart people and we're watching her like stop telling her that there's nothing wrong with her yeah maybe and, she just needs extra help but it doesn't mean that she's yeah you know she's just not fitting into because i remember doing remedial <laughs> classes too and i just because i wasn't on the pace doesn't mean you won't get there some people yeah. you just don't always learn in a little box like that correct and then so it's tough to start to categorize and tell people what they should be doing based off of your assessment so maybe that's why the you know, mental health thing could be, I don't know. That one is hard too. Cause when you think about it, you want some kind of system to educate people. So it's like school and courses are the way that it seems to be done, but there's also so many problems within that. But I think if you incorporate mental health, then it makes people that maybe aren't on the 
standard of where they should be, not feel so terrible about it. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll see. Well, I'm I'm definitely team Gaga with I was this. Say Gaga. Who do we have to email? Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, so I, I'm here to help however we can. And, and this was really a great conversation. So I think now would be a great time to let, let's go ahead and dive into some news and gossip. Oh yeah. Yay. So in this very Instagram world, I thought the easiest way to keep up with Oprah's 2020 vision tour is through Instagram. So yes. I just um, if. We have the picture. It's just of her Instagram account. And so WW, that's Weight Watchers, right? Yeah, Rage so Watchers has a whole channel. Guess it makes sense that there's funding involved. Yeah, but WW. Basically, now. you can you can follow along with the tour, and you can get videos and just great content about what the speakers are saying alongside the podcast. Because you know, I don't think you can ever get too much Oprah in your life. Seriously. <laughs> so that's just a great way to keep up with what's going on with the tour. Yeah, so make sure to follow. That was a good one. Perfect. That was the yep, that was it. I no, just, love it. No, thank you for track. sharing that. Yeah. So if you didn't know where to find it before, now you do. So it's time for our special segment, Own Your Soul. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Starts right now. Hey, I think Lee. you go first because I went first last time. Okay. I think. <laughs> um, let's see. What am I going to do this week to own my soul and evolve? Um, I think I am going to... You know what? My thing lately has really been watching my language. I have been... St- I have been working hard, like OT, stopping certain things from coming out of my mouth. I'm taking it seriously. Well, you know, Gaga said that, right? That there's something in the brain when you verbalize something, your mind hears it back. And then makes it real. Simple, but whoa, duh. Like, stop saying stupid out loud. Yes. So I really, because I I put this on my Instagram story, and you guys, please follow me on Instagram because I'm always sharing things. And now I'm also you know, putting a lot on my YouTube channel because I will be a YouTuber this year. So wellness follow. guru, for real. Yes. So I was thinking to myself, I went to work all day. Then I went to the gym. And on the way back from the gym, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I just want to relax. And I, I was like, wait, girl, you're not even tired. Why are you saying that? Because I guess I feel just like I should habit. be tired. Habit. Whoa, okay. Oh, I'm so tired. And I'm like, girl, you had more energy than when you... You're stop saying that. So that was the real loud part to me where I was like, okay, there's a lot of stuff that comes out of my mouth out of habit or just to be said. And I need to clean it up because I want to see different things unfold in my life. And I believe that they're possible. So I'm going to do my part. I love that. Yeah. That's exciting. Because, yes. I mean, you can, you believe what you focus on. Mm-hmm. And if you focus on the good, then more good things are going to happen. Yes. So I'm here for it. Mine is actually similar. And I put this into practice today, which I was proud of myself. But I had a feeling that something was not going to work out. And I asked, I was having a phone call, which was leading to what I believed was going to happen, did happen, and it did not work out. And before I went into the call, I said, okay, everything in my body is telling me that I know this is not good, but I'm going to accept it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And I just, I turned to my faith in this case to ask that God would just lead me to understanding of what better thing is coming next for me. So I just said, okay, I I ask for the strength to understand why this didn't work out and to move on from it. And I think I, I accepted it before and it's still like, it's not like things don't affect you, but I think just, just already going into it open-minded that this is happening for you helped me a lot. And I'm still just going to try and put that energy out there. And the more I say it, the more I believe that, okay, 
I know this happened for a reason. That's powerful. That's a game changer. This is how you change your life. Yeah. This is how you change the course of your entire life. It's the harder option, but <laughs> nothing good comes easy, right? Yeah, that's right. No pain, no gain. So we learned that also. She was talking about how hard she worked and having the discipline for your passion and things like that. So you guys, I hope this episode of Super Soul Sit Down inspired you like it did us. Please always check us out. Same time, same place. We'll see you next Monday. Um, I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And I'm Haley J. You can find me Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, H-A-Y-J underscore. Be looking out every Sunday morning for this Instagram poll. We'll see you guys Monday. See you Monday. On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.